everybody. Welcome back to another Sunday service with uh, Faceman and Meg. Our thumbnail says Dave and Meg, but um, I think I'm going to change that to Faceman and Meg just, just because. Um, she's already pouring shots again. I guess it's that's what Saturday. we Well, it's Saturday. It's Sunday. We record on Saturday. <laughs> it's I'm Sunday sure. for everybody that's watching, but uh, we record our episodes on Saturdays. So hope you guys and girls enjoyed the last one. It was kind of a the first first episode. I've got we've gotten a lot of good feedback, a lot of positive feedback, and uh, obviously we enjoy doing it. And uh, again, we're going to talk about various topics on here. And uh, today our topic is going to be blended families. Mm-hmm. And uh, not telling you what to do or what not to do. We're just kind of going to talk about like our experiences. No, not like in the military where I'm like knife hand, you do this, you know, no, none of that. It's, it's just maybe, maybe somebody or, you know, that's watching or listening could, could use it as some advice or, you know, maybe a way to maneuver. If you've got a crazy baby issues. mama or baby daddy, yeah. tune in. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one for you. So cheers, everybody. Hope you enjoy the next 20, 30 minutes, however long this takes usually like 45 to an hour. Cheers but. to our, <laughs> our baby daddy, baby mamas and their gremlins. And our, Cheers to and all our of them. gremlins. Yeah. She didn't hear the sexual reference because she doesn't have her hearing aids in again. So that's good. She might edit that out later. We shall see. So well, let's talk about blended families and uh, kind of what they are. And we're both divorced. Mm-hmm. You were married for 14 years. Yeah. I was married for 14 years. And then uh, we fell madly in love with each other. Um, I'm trying to get comfortable. Married with two kids, a third child in Germany. And then she was married with one, one child. You have an adult child in I Germany. Do. I do. Maybe that's a whole different you have episode. A whole, you have a whole woman over there. I do. A beautiful, beautiful woman. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we've just been navigating this entire thing from like, you know, front to back from the start. And I think we've done very well mm-hmm. i think we've we've hit some roadblocks and maybe you can talk about that a little bit like how it all started and mm-hmm. and kind of like where we are at now and, and uh if we have really bad lighting on us this is the last time that we're doing an episode from this location it is it is we'll have some beach backdrop for the next couple uh and then we're in our new house so cheers to that we, we bought a house well i bought a house you bought a house it's my va loan you I should heard, thank I me heard, for my service I do that. <laughs> I furnished the house. You did. You did. Yeah. Cause for me, it's just like whatever couch, whatever chair you're good at that, babe. That's your like, that's yeah, your let's job. Talk your about, let's talk about when we got together because when we got together, this was a bachelor pad. There was no nice, none of this. What would you call this? Um, it's a, it's, it's an oversized chair for the dining table. See, now I was hoping we were going to come with like some French word. Like something no. exquisite? Is that what you would say? Mm-hmm. Like something? No. No. Anyhow, anywho. So, so yeah. yeah. So we've been together, you and I, for almost four years. Uh, we were each with our respective spouses for 14 years. And then we were divorced for a year before we met. Uh, we, you and I were very similar. We each had our fun. We each had our wild year. And then, uh, but during that time, something that was very similar for you and I both is that we never introduced uh, people that we were dating to the kids until 
really each other until we knew. Yeah, correct. Um, I never, ever brought people around my son. Um, and with you, I pretty much did right off the bat because it, I just knew right off the bat. Uh, but even still with you, obviously it was a little bit different because your kids were out of state, but I didn't even meet your kids in person until what, like six months in? Six months in. Something I like think that. we flew Tyler and Haley out here and then uh, they got to meet you for the first time. And then Tyler, I mean, he's, he's just amazing. And you prepped me. He prepped me. He's like, <laughs> Tyler's going to be the easy one. You know, he loves everyone, but Haley. And I was like, yeah, like I get it. I'm a girl. It was bad. It was bad for a while. And, you know, she'll probably watch this maybe at some point. Um, and if she does, girl, like, no blame. I get it. Um, and maybe maybe one day she'll understand. Who knows? She might she might be blending one day herself. Who knows? Of Who course. Knows? Of course. But let's like I want to rewind real quick because um, let's start from the back. Like getting just that actual initial getting a divorce you know, kind of like maybe how you navigated it with, with your ex-husband mm-hmm. and kind of like, like the conversation it's had with the kids, you know, cause that's a, that's a difficult and I'll, and I'll, I'll launch it. Um, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, um, my ex-wife and I, we, we literally just sat the kids down and, um, you know, said, Hey, mom and dad are separating and, you know, dad's moving across the country to Arizona. Um, if you kids want to go live with dad, then, you can, you know, and that's just the amazing connection. Like we would never, ever let our bullshit get in between what the kids want, because in the end, it's all about the kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, Tyler, my son, uh, he wanted to stay at home. He's a mama's boy. And then Haley, um, wanted to come, but it was just not, I was coming here to be a first sergeant out here. And, uh, it just wasn't going to happen. Like with time, finding a babysitter, you know, traveling TDY, that means going to work in different States for the military. Those of you that are watching don't know what TDY is. And uh, we made it work. And later on, they came here. But the thing I wanted to hit on the most is when you're going through a divorce, my parents divorced when I was 16. And my dad always gets concerned how it like affects me mentally. Um, there are times when I was like, was that my fault? And believe me, your kids are going to feel the same way. And they're going to think the same way. They're going to blame themselves. They're going to they're gonna look for a reason. Why are mom and dad separating? Is, is, is this my fault? So I would tell, did I add stress? Did I add stress? You know, was it because and the younger they are, was it because that one little mistake I I made that mom got mad at me and dad, whatever scenario it might be, they're going to, they're going to think that it might've been their fault. So not only are they losing a parent because parents, they're not losing a parent, but the parents aren't together anymore. You know, now they might think that it's their fault. So I would stress, you know, and again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist. Like this is just personal opinion. I would stress to make it very clear it has nothing to do with them. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you've come from a divorced family. I have not. My parents are still together. Um, I do remember though, you know, I have crazy dreams. Mm -hmm. Like I have crazy dreams. And I still remember one time when I was maybe like 11 or 12, I had a dream that my parents divorced. And I remember specifically remember that dream. I felt so unsafe and I felt like, who's going to take care of me in that dream? Like, who's going to take care of me? Um, and if that had really happened in real life, I feel like that's how I would have felt like who, like, yeah, you're already feeling it in your dream. So yeah. like if it became reality. Yeah. Like who's going to take care of me. There's such a deep, deep rooted insecurity. So not only is it important to stress that like 
this isn't your fault, but at the same time, also stress mommy and daddy both still love you. We're both still going to take care of you. You're never not going to have a home. Right. So you might live with mommy. Sometimes you might live with daddy. Sometimes um, you're never not going to have a home. Yeah. And I would also say that it's extremely important. And my ex and I have been um, good and not good at this at some points, but it's extremely important, no matter how young the child is to where, yes, give boundaries, but to give them a voice. And you know what? The, the divorce decree might say, well, on this day and this day, dad has them. And on this day and this day, mom has them. And that's just how it is. And you two are fighting like cats and dogs. Um, fuck your bullshit. Damn right. Ask the kid, maybe. So one thing that my ex and I do um, is stop making we, it about yourself. Yeah. It's about the kids. We ask him every time yeah. it's time to transition. Um, we'll be like, hey, you know, it's time to go to daddy's or it's time to go to mommy's. Is that okay? Like, are you good? Do you, you want to go? Like just this last Sunday, um, we maybe failed to ask that question. And as I was pulling into the driveway with him, he was like, I wish I would have had more time at dad's. And I was like, bud, you should have said something like, you know, an hour ago, I would have given, like, you could have had more time. That's fine. And there's plenty of times where he's like, I don't want to go to daddy's today. And that's where I will give my ex a huge shout out because I would say 95% of the time, if our son says, I don't want to go to daddy's today, I want to stay here for whatever reason. Cause he's little and kids, mm -hmm. when they're little, they want mom. Uh, and he's never been like, no, he's coming with me. Right. Um, and a lot of times people will say, well, you know, wait until the kid's 14 and then they'll have like whatever the age is for the state and then they can decide. That's fucked up. They like, if they want to be with mom or dad an extra day, two days, whatever, like, what is that to you? Because I guarantee you that has a way bigger impact on the child and letting them be able to feel like they are not forced into your bullshit plan because of your bullshit issues with your partner if they have a voice on where they want to go that's a, a very firm foundation to start building a secure and positive blended family yeah and i mean i guess my situation was a little more extreme i wouldn't call Obviously. it extreme just more it was, it, was more it was more complicated you know, but then if being the out here for a year, kids were out of state, you were here by yourself. Yep. Yep. But then being out here for a year, you know, year and a half, um, obviously thank God technology is around, you know, FaceTime, you can, you can stay in contact, but, um, Tyler, my son, um, went up to his mom and said, I want to live with dad just out of nowhere, you know, least expected from him. Cause he's a mama's boy. He loves his mom. He still loves his mom, obviously, yeah. you know? Um, and then my ex-wife calls me and, uh, you know, she was, she was hurt, not necessarily hurt. You know, she's crying a little bit. It's her son, our first one, you know, our first child that we had together. I feel like you downplayed that because as a mom, she may have sounded, you know, a little bit hurt, a little bit, you know, guarantee you. I know because I've spoken to her. She was fucking wrecked. Yeah. Like wrecked. But she was putting that aside. Immediately putting it aside. Immediately putting it aside. Like there was zero questions asked. 
like I challenge because I see it with my friends and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to veer away from what we're talking about right now, but I see it with some of my friends that are like custody battles and, you know, mom and dad are just arguing, cussing each other out, being vindictive, uh, uh, you know, like, oh, you can't see him today. This is not your day. Like, like Megan was just talking about it's fucking bullshit, man. Get rid of that bullshit. Cause you're going to fuck up your kids too. Your bullshit is going to fuck up your kids too. So she called and then sure shit, like we made it happen. And then a couple months later he moved in, you know, and um, obviously they fly back and forth. And then a year later, well, Haley. So now they both live with us. They're currently visiting in North Carolina, but um, I mean, hats off to my ex-wife, both kids, you know, across the country and here's what i will say but no bullshit like obviously immediately every- made it about the kids yes and that's fantastic like hats off to her absolutely i have incredible respect that she did that for her um every situation's different of course if there is a safety issue 100 percent different conversation oh absolutely 100% different conversation absolutely um if there's a safety issue and maybe you're shielding your child from knowing like the full extent of why they can't go to someone's house because you don't want them to think a certain way about that person but they can't go to that person's house for very specific safety reasons whole different story um then like fuck no you're not going there of course (laughs) obviously of course don't say fuck no but um But at that point, it's a, hey, I know you really want to go. Let's talk about this. Because there have been times with Funnin where, you know, we've had to sit down and be like, I know there's things are very turbulent right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Um, And really sit down and just how does does that make you feel, you know, and, and letting them have the opportunity to grieve through everything. Yeah, I think you said it best. people. I think you said it best earlier with like giving them a voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they, they, you know, their decision. They're little people. <laughs> exactly. Like they, they have voices. They're little, yeah. they're little voices, but they have voices. Yeah. And not giving them a voice and just, you know, dictating what's going to happen. That's just, I don't know. Like, like I look at my parents' divorce, like it did affect me a little bit, but I wasn't, they're still like older. best. They, they still like talk on the phone. Yeah. I was older, but they still, it still affects you. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was explaining that earlier, but I still, even at the age of 16, when they ended up getting a divorce in the back of my head, I was like, well, some of this, my fault, you know, and it hurt. It was probably easier to navigate than, than a younger child, obviously, you know, but I don't know if you can, I don't know. Cause every, every child is in a different place or a different mindset. So maybe an eight year old could be more affected or a 15 year old could be more affected. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So that's where we start, right? Yeah. We start blending because of the kids. Yeah. And um, one thing I'll say is that it's important to not hold your ex to a set of expectations that they've never agreed to. So um, that's one thing that I really struggled to. Uh, that's one thing I really struggled with, with my ex is I always wanted to have a blended family. So I was like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to get a divorce. It's going to be rough for our son for a little bit. Um, but we're going to have this blended family, right? Like we're eventually we're going to heal. We're going to move on. You're going to be 
good friends with whoever I end up with. I'm going to be good friends with whoever you end up with. We're going to have these family barbecues. Like I just had this whole thing in my head. Like it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. And then I met David and he had Amy, um, his first wife. And we blended pretty much instantly. Immediately. Yeah. And then my ex met somebody and there was no blending instantly. Now, now we are, um, and it's not to the extent that, you know, you and Amy and I are. <laughs> you got you two talk way too much. We were just texting. I was like, damn it. Texting. No. Texting. No, texting. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we Amy and I text a lot. Um, he's getting the vodka after that. <laughs> no, I think it's great. Obviously, that was just a, a stupid joke. Um, I love it and I respect it. Um, but uh, I lost my train of thought now. I'm like all thrown off by that. But um, so with my ex, we didn't blend as quickly and I was frustrated. And would you say, I don't even know why I asked what you say. Cause I'm just, I'm just. How do you know where you're going out with this? What, what do you think I'm going to say? No, no, just go for it. Go for it. I have some control issues. Yes, yes. It's yeah. Megan's way or the highway. My way. Is that a song? That's a, Is there a song? My way or the highway? No. No, I was thinking Is like New Springsteen. Highway to hell. Highway to hell. No. Um. Oh, so. Up in Germany. You're so weird. You love me though. Sure. Anyhow. So, uh, I was really frustrated when I wasn't blending with Doug and his new girlfriend right away. And I wanted him to be on my timeline and I wanted to blend right away. I remember when the birthday party she, situation occurred. Well, wait, uh, she might watch this and Amanda, I love her so much. She's literally the sweetest. Super cool. She's so much nicer than me. But... <laughs> She's a sweetheart. Why did you do that to me? That was so big. Ew. Hang on. Anyway, she's so nice. <laughs> oh, God. So she's so sweet. She and um, I really wanted to blend with her up front. And now I feel so bad for the first time we met because I really... If you, if you know anything about uh, psychology and everything, force always creates resistance, right? So if yep. I put my hand on yours and I immediately push this way, I'm gonna push back. naturally you're going to push back, right? So that's what happened. And I was like, I want to meet her. And he's like, no, not yet. It's too soon. I'm like, you've been together for six months. I want to meet her. Um, and then at one, I remember at one transition when we were dropping Lennon off, uh, I saw her car and I was like, I'm going to come in there. I think you forced yourself. And and you yeah, force yourself, I like, texted him on the way and he was like, hey, uh, text me when you get here. And I knew. Nope. Girls, girls are smart. We have that intuition. And I was like, you want me to text because you want to know how far out I am. And I didn't text him when I got there. Yep. I was just like, knock, knock. Hey. And I walked in. <laughs> but that was that was not cool on my part like i'll i'm willing to accept responsibility i mean part of it you say you know you forced it but part of it I, again shout out to doug like it's all working out great but like when um amy started dating dyer she let me know 
Sure. And I had a conversation well, he with let him. me know. Yeah, he did. Um, there was a lot of ulterior circumstances. Yeah. But anyways, I was holding Doug and his girlfriend to a, an expectation that they never agreed to. And Correct. that is not Correct. fair. I was saying in all relationships, it's really important to agree to the same expectations. Because once one person starts not meeting an expectation that they didn't even agree to in the first place, then all of a sudden it's like, you know, resentment. Um, well, first it's resistance. It's that whole first yep, yep. resistance and then resentment and then revenge. Um, and that's very much what happened. Uh, and we were back and forth about it for a while and now it's all good. But I would say in, in those moments in the year, two years, three years after divorce to real, I think that one of the most important things is to give a lot of grace to yourself, to your child, and to your ex and then also if there's another person involved like you give grace to you your kids and your ex yeah. um because we're all just and like you and like amy text about like if there's an issue with like Haley or tyler correct to navigate the problem there's a uh-huh. conversation they call you bonus mom which mm-hmm. is super cute you know um and you guys navigate that issue yeah through communication yeah, we don't you know? always see eye to eye yeah yeah. So Haley just bought a, or I took her to buy a bridesmaid's dress for our wedding. And, um, I grew up very differently than both you and Amy. So I grew up in California and, um, there's not, I, I did not grow up in a very modest household. It was like, we were on the beach. We would like, my mom would hold up a little towel and I'm like, there's still three sides. And she'd be like, rinse your sand off before you get into the car. <laughs> like we were just free and open and whatever. Um, and that's not how you guys grow up. And so for me, I'm like, like, I just don't really think that, you know, tighter dresses or, and it was nothing that was showing anything. I don't really think. No, like I've talked to a bunch of friends and we show, you know, I have too. Yeah. yeah, And they're all good. Yeah. I'm saying, I agree with you. Right. I I think it's more of a dad. She she got got a, she's 11. So she's at that in-between age. It's a dad and, and a daughter got, thing. And it's kind of like, oh no, she's not my little sweet baby anymore. Now she's turning into a woman. So it's like, into a woman. I think that's just normal behavior. And little girl know? dresses don't fit her. And, and she doesn't like them. And women's dresses are too old for her. So she's got this awkward in between. She wants to play kitchen one day. And she wants to FaceTime a boy the next day. It's like this in between, in between. It's hard. I'm doing dad things here. Okay. You're doing good, babe. I know. Fuck. Good job. <laughs> well, where were you at? I don't know, but I definitely yeah. take the kids shopping yeah. uh, for their wedding dress. Oh yeah. So well, we, we got this bridesmaid's dress and I sent a picture of her in it to uh, Amy mm-hmm. and um, was told that it was a little too mature. And initially I fight that resistance where I'm like, no, it's not like, again, growing up how I grew up, I'm like, that's like, you can wear that to church. Like it's not. Um, but again, having grace for that other side, like just because they do things different doesn't mean it's bad or wrong. It just means it's different. Right. Just because you do things different. Doesn't mean that it's the only way. Don't play this back for me. We can do a whole show on that. Just like doing stuff different and people thinking that's there's only one way or the highway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a no. And, and I agree. 
And I talked to people about it. I think uh, I talked to one of my, well, I talked to Nick. He's got two daughters and Nick and Becky. And I'm like, oh, it's super cute. It's like, it's just, it's just a dad, like his little girl, like he's used to like snuggling up with Do you feel like you had that same feeling as Tyler grew older? That's, you know, and that's a psychological thing. That's how we're like programmed and everything. No, not at all. No, no. That's a whole topic in itself. You know, when it comes to boys dating and we're not going to get into all that. We're supposed to be talking about blended families. I think the Vaca's talking right now. Um, (laughs) But those are, that's a whole nother conversation for another time. Well, let's talk about this. So with Haley, she's a girl. Mm -hmm. You have a certain views and feelings surrounding how she grows up. Yep. And Amy and I work with that. We have not really um, experienced any kind of tensions, really, too many, with Tyler and Lennon as they grow as boys. Right, right. So why do you think we have more tensions as a girl grows up than we do with boys growing up? Are we not worried about them as much? We don't place as much focus on them? Why is that? Um. I know, boys, you only got to worry about one dick. With girls, you got to worry about all of them. That's a cliche-ass motherfucking statement. Maybe. I don't know. I have to, like, because you and I have sat down and talked about... because here's the deal. When you say that statement, though, a lot of men say that statement. Mm -hmm. A lot of men say that statement. And... Let's take that into out of the out of the kids spectrum into the female and male spectrum, right? Like right. men and women, right? Oh yeah, you just if you're a woman, you only gotta worry you gotta worry about all these guys, and if you're a guy, you only have to worry about one girl. Okay, so when I was single, mm-hmm. there was not many times where I allowed myself to just be taken by a man. Right? How many times did I take a man? Right. Almost every time. Yeah. Yeah. Like you gotta empower women to be able to make their own choice as well. Of course, of course. Yeah, hundred percent. And just as teenage boys have hormones raging and they're making mm-hmm. choices, mm-hmm. so do teenage girls. Yeah. I guess it's just a fear factor thing. And that's a whole I mean, I, we could deep dive into that conversation and just like do a complete episode on that. It's a little more concerning, like when it comes to like, Why? just, I don't know, that's, that's like a, there, there's a bigger concept behind all of that. Like if you like, if like, like letting a, a young lady walk down the street or, or a boy, especially at like Phoenix, Arizona, there's a lot of, you know, um, kidnappings, things of that nature where, you know, like, sadly enough, like the chances of her getting snagged up and put into a car are higher than the chances of Tyler walking down the street and getting snagged up into a car, you know, in in Germany, like there was always like, if you had blue eyes, you had to watch out, like regardless of male or female, because you'd end up like in Poland in like sex rings as kids, you know, like kids being abducted. You know, I remember being in third grade and like somebody tried to like snatch a kid up from the bus stop in the town that I lived in, mailing in Germany. So it's like, and it had nothing to do with sex. At that point, it was just like, if you had blue eyes, you had to watch out, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like different dynamics that play a role in it, you know? And that's a whole conversation for itself. What it should be, I got it. Like what it should be, 
but right. what it actually what it, is, right. you know? Yeah, what it should be is very different than what it actually is. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But that's a whole separate. And we'll do a show on that. I think we that's will. a great concept. and Not not concept, it's a great idea on how th- things should be. Like, I get it. But um, that thing has been fun. This has been we'll a really save good. save that one for the beach. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, Virginia Beach. Because I think one of my biggest passions is... Uh, equal rights. Correct. Yeah, that's a whole other. We could go into that right now and be like, should you have a selective service number? Well, absolutely. You're not a, absolutely. But you're also not a crazy. Absolutely, let me let me though. preface this off that you're not a crazy like. Absolutely. In, in my opinion, though, like if we're going to talk about feminists, and again, blended families, like don't be a douchebag, make it about your kids. Okay, I we feel. Kinda, I feel. <laughs> Feminine, or uh, we're, we've talked about blended family. <laughs> don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't be a douchebag. Stop hey, making it ladies, about your fucking self. Uh, hey, ladies, I can say this as a woman. Stop being a fucking bitch. Okay? Stop making it about yourself. Think about your children. And that is scary because a lot of ladies out there have some issues with control. Let go of control. Let. You just made. Oh, you just oh, brought and something. I know. Baby, I, I, baby. I'm coming right back to it. Hang on. It is okay for your children. I talk to me. I'm going to, Dave's going to play this back to me and I'm going to be like, it is okay for your children to not be okay. It is okay for your children to not be comfortable. It is okay for your children to learn how to process emotions in an uncomfortable setting. It is okay. Now, do we want them to be unsafe? No. Do we want them to be at risk of something bad happening? No. But is it okay for them to not feel good and for them to have to struggle a little tiny bit and feel that tension and learn what that's like and learn how to cope with that, learn coping skills and learn how to overcome? That is okay. You don't, you can't keep them in a bubble forever. So it's okay to learn those things when he's still coming back to you multiple times a week and you can decompress and break that down and help him process that. That's okay. Spot on. And I didn't want to interrupt you, but real quick, when it comes to, and this is just from my perspective, ladies don't attack me, okay? When I've seen from my circle, especially being in the military, and that's a whole other topic in itself, a lot of the issues that I see when it comes to like wanting to blend or issues like that. And some, some dads, you guys can fuck off because you're fucking douchebags. Yeah. That's and a there's a reason fact. behind it that mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're a significant other. Because or again, your I'm not trying to say put them in unsafe situations. So dads, if you are out there being unsafe, like fuck off. fuck off, but there's a large percentage where I have seen, where the dads are really wanting to be with their kids. And like you just said, you women are on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Making it about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're watching this. I'm not, I'm not saying that. If, if you are, then go fuck yourself. Because you're making it about yourself. You're being fucking selfish. Mm-hmm. And your kids are going are, to suffer from that. But um, yeah, it's that's really okay. what I want to throw out. It's okay for your kids to be uncomfortable. That's how they learn. That's how we all learn. We all learn from moments. When it's we're, not okay when for you to be a bitch though. No. When we're hundred percent comfortable and we're a hundred percent just like chill and like complacent, that's not how we learn. 
So when your kids are uncomfortable, obviously that's not something we ever want for them. We want them to be safe and happy and secure and feeling good hundred percent of the time. That's not life. So if you don't let them experience that now, if they, if they don't experience it for the first time until they're outside of under oh, your little wings. Shout out to all our liberal friends. I'm just joking. I'm joking. That's going to be a conversation for the next episode. Maybe I love everybody. I'm conservative. I'm like, no. Get I, out of town. I'm not like right wing fucking spazzo and I'm not no. fucking left wing fucking No, crazy. you're not. You're not. You're not any. No. Shit you're ton of democratic. Like, I just want somebody. And again, I don't want Like, we've covered so much tonight. I just, I just want like our president to succeed. I you want who to succeed? I want Biden to do well. What does the president have to do with anything? That's again, another whole conversation. We're not going to get into the Illuminati because they might be watching. <laughs> I want everybody to do well. I want our president to do well. Like political views. I could just go on a tangent right now about what's currently going on in the country. And, and we'll, we'll cover that at a different time. But um, where do we, where were we at? I don't know. It was an amazing episode. Thanks for tuning in. Not every episode is going to be full of shots and laughter. And sometimes we're going to, we're just going to, that's why it's Sunday. Sunday. I am a waterboarding instructor. So if you go to gruntworksclothing.com or go to shop.veterantrashtalk.com, type in for matching base man and get a 10% discount. Just because um, like also I love that shirt because it's like a life. I grew up in California. Pamela so Anderson used to be my hit. Uh, <laughs> look at this one. She looks way better than Pamela. No, 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 I don't. But Fuck Pamela, yeah, you do. no, no, no. Pamela was like who I wanted to be when I grew up. So I was Can like, I be your David talk about, talk about <laughs> girls, talk about little girls being awkward. I was little in my little play pool. I was like, hike up my little one pieces over my thigh. Like, I'm going to be like Pam Anderson. And Can I, I be your Hasselhoff? Hike. You don't have enough hair on your chest. I don't. Even though I'm Italian, Northern Italy. Pretty nice chest though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But right. I do like that. I was a big Baywatch person. I loved it. I wanted to be a lifeguard. Love you, babe. Love you too.